and welcome to the Frame Your World podcast. Well, today is a very special episode as we are right in the midst of Mental Health Awareness Week. Today is actually World Mental Health Awareness Day and this is a topic that's very close to my heart. I know if you follow me on any of my social media channels, I've been talking about um, my experience, uh, my story in parts throughout the week. And I really didn't want to let this week go without having a chat, sitting down and sharing a few thoughts. I am no expert. Um, I don't want to... um, But what I do know is that I have got my own story, my own experiences, and I've learned some things along the way. And so um, in preparation for this podcast episode, I I also did a little bit of research um, just to kind of really outline a couple of things in this episode. So first of all, we're going to look at the facts that we need to know. So a few facts around mental health. And um, then we're going to look at what we could do. So I'll share a few ideas on what we could do if if you're struggling with any um, mental health um, problem. And then we're going to talk about what we can do as a community to help others around us. So to kickstart today, the first fact that I just thought was important to share uh, came from World Health Organization, WHO, and they reported that 20% of the world's children and teens have mental disorders or problems. About half of the mental disorders begin before the age of 14, and similar types of disorders are being reported across many different cultures. Mental health is not just, a, it can't be put in a box, it's not a gender or an age or a preference or an orientation, um, it's something that can affect everybody and it can impact us in very different ways. Um, apparently so are amongst the leading cause of world disability in young people. And there are regions of the world with the highest percentage of population under the age of 19 have the poorest level of mental health resources. With such a big topic, a big issue, there's so many strands and factors and aspects to it. And it is important to highlight that, yet we are still struggling to resource some... um, to help people who are struggling with it. So I'm hoping today that with discussing a few ideas that we can perhaps think about ways that we can impact and improve and help that um, with where we are, with what we have. Uh, I believe that um, community is important, so I would like to touch on that today. And um, just to carry on, some more facts from uh, the WHO organisation. Most law middle-income countries have only one child psychiatric psychiatrist for every one to four, four million people. That is a staggering shortage. We are definitely in need of psychologists, social workers, uh, care workers, um, just across the board. Our generation and the generations to come need our help. Um, so it's good that we're now starting to talk about these 
important topics and needs and requirements. Um, so hopefully we can share, encourage if you have a story or if you have any kind of uh, helpful resources and things like that nature, please do send me a message at leanne at fywcompany.com or contact me on any of the social media channels and I'll be sure to share that. I would like to be able to share um, and help offer any resource to those who perhaps need a signpost. Um, it said that 8,000 people commit suicide every year and over 800,000 people rather die to suicide every year. Um, it's the se second biggest leading cause of death in 15 to 29 year olds. This is heartbreaking. There are indications that for each adult who died of suicide, there may have been more than 20 other attempts of suicide. 75 of the suicides occur in low and middle income countries. Mental disorders and harmful uses of alcohol contribute to many suicides around the world and early identification and effective management are key into making sure that people get the care they need and the help they require. Um, I can't think of a greater topic right now than mental health, especially having worked in social media and understand the pressures and the um, challenges that our digital world brings. A isolation being one of those, social challenges being another. Um, so I just, on that note, wanted to share a few thoughts that we could consider to act upon if you are someone who is struggling with a mental health problem or you think you could be or you're in a, a difficult place and you're struggling, then I just want to leave you with some thoughts and Number one is don't be afraid to ask for help. Sometimes we can find ourselves being quite really prideful um, and scared. Maybe it's out of fear, maybe it's, a, you know, you don't quite know why, but you just are struggling to even ask for help. Well, I know it might be easy sometimes to say, don't be afraid to ask for help, but maybe it's a thought to consider again. Maybe it's a case of if you feel scared to ask, just do it. Feel the fear and do it anyway. I am a big believer in that. I know how, certainly from my own experience, how difficult it can be to even open your mouth when you're in a really dark, challenging place. Um, I know that there's complex issues at hand and I'm coming from the experience of talking from anxiety or having depression, but I, I just think it's the first thing that comes to mind and I encourage anyone who's struggling to fight that thought in their head and ask for help. Fight, fight the voices around them if there's people talking um, or if they don't feel like they've got a support group, then I just, I'm going to lay out a few numbers in the comment section of the podcast and, or the pod, podcast description rather, I'll leave um a resource that you can reach out to for help and uh, please do get in touch because I will definitely do my best to help point you and signpost you to places that I know of. Um, the second point I wanted to encourage you with is never make a permanent decision over a temporary situation. 
I don't know really where I heard this, but it really has stuck in my head. Um, I find that, I think there was a story I heard once of a guy, a little boy who's 16, um, was struggling to find work, had applied to so many jobs and was finding it really difficult. And sadly, he committed suicide. And little did he know, the next day, a job offer came through. Um, he had been trying to apply for a, a couple of months, a good few months, and the next day he took his life, a job offer came through. It's the most heartbreaking thing ever. He was so down about the situation, and I understand how difficult that is, because in 2010, I was struggling to find work. I was struggling to um, know which direction to take myself in, and opportunities seemed dry. I was coming off the back of um, a recession. We were right in the middle of a recession in the UK, so I definitely know what that's like. Having to go to um, seek help from a job centre where you felt judged, you felt like you weren't even worth the shoe, the dirt on the shoe of someone's foot. Um, I know exactly how that feels, but I want to speak to that and say, you have so much more value and worth in you than you realise and if you are struggling then you just don't know when that breakthrough is. Every moment, every day is an opportunity for growth, for change and I'm only sharing this stuff because I really just want to add value, I really just want to share and say hey don't don't give up, never ever ever give up no matter how dark it can get, scream for it, ask for help, you know try everything until um, I think there was a, a, well actually I'll come on to this in a second, but the next point I wanted to raise was check your facts and talk back. Don't believe every thought that falls into your head because we get something like over 70,000 thoughts a day, like that is a lot of information. They are not all facts and so I want to challenge you and encourage you with the question, check your thoughts check your facts. Is it a fact or is it an opinion? Think about that thought and really make sure you do your homework on your thinking because at the end of the day, I believe, and the next point leads to, you're here with a purpose. There's a quote by Richard Back who said, here is the test to find out whether your mission on earth is finished. If you are alive, it isn't. So I believe if you've got air in your breath, lungs, if you can wake up every day, you're here with a purpose and for a purpose. Don't give up. Don't be afraid to ask for help and check your facts. Check your thinking and talk back to your thoughts because we are our biggest critic. We listen to ourselves more than we listen to anyone else. And so I want to encourage you today to um, take a bit of a, a moment to, to check up and reflect on yourself and your thinking. And also, more importantly, ask for help. Because sometimes we're in that place, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to be... Um, dis I, I don't want to be in any way disrespectful here. I know what it's like to go through this, and especially when my mind has been so full of things and I've not been able to see the wood from the trees. And so... I would encourage you to ask for help, whether that's counselling or CBT, which is Cognitive Behavioural Therapy. Cognitive Behavioural Therapy is one of um, is a way to be able to learn the tools to assess your thinking and be able to trace back your thoughts to the roots. You can start to... Th sometimes we, we think things and we believe things without really checking um, where that came from, and we can get 
thoughts and experiences and beliefs from our past, from our upbringing, from all different sources um, and avenues, but that doesn't mean to say they're good for us or that they're right. And so I really swear by CBT, I feel like it, having gone through counselling and CBT, CBT was a game changer for me because it helped me change my thinking. Um, it helped me um, rewire my thoughts. Um, I've, I'm, no, I'm no way a scientist, but um, if, you, if you're looking for some resource to help you with learning more about your brain and how your brain's wired, which if you're struggling, let's, let's go back to the computer. Let's look at what, how the computer's processed, made up. Let's look at how, you know, what's important to you. And I don't mean to compare you to a computer, but I believe that our brains are able to be rewired, that we are our own neuroscientists, um, surgeons and that we can we can challenge and change the thought paths um, that we've had um, the ones that aren't helpful especially um, if you want to look up Dr Caroline Leaf I highly recommend she has amazing books and studies she's a scientist she's um, studied this area for many years she has lots of good resources and books on mental health on the brain on um, the body and the mind and I think it's really important for us to um, educate ourselves to help ensure self um, our self <clears throat> care is um, is being looked after so I highly recommend um, checking in with Dr Caroline Leaf she's got a podcast she's got books I know there's loads more resources out there I, I will at some point soon compile that into a blog post for people so they can um, check check and have a look at those resources themselves please again do reach out to me um, the, the next point I would encourage you if you're struggling would be to write things down uh, I there are things uh, there are things online if you pop into Google called a thought record and it's a good way to be able to help you break down your thoughts if you're in a point where you're so um, you're feeling very anxious you're feeling um, sad and you just don't know how to break that cycle then I would encourage you to check out thought records online there is a whole bunch of templates you can download um, and they'll help you be able to assess and hold a mirror up to your thought CBT is actually so when I talked about the tools to be able to trace your thoughts back to their roots CBT is a great kind of course to take for it's therapy, but it's a good um, area to study so that you can equip yourself to do this stuff. But if you're still in the middle of it, then I would recommend writing your thoughts down either in a thought record or in a journal. If you just start, I know one of the things that helped me through the um, a period of being quite depressed um, when I was at school um, because I was ill, because I was getting bullied, because things weren't because grades were hard and it, it was a lot mentally on on myself so one of the things I found was um, writing things down I used to pick up a pen and just write down what I was thinking and get somehow getting it out on the paper just really helps offload your brain um, I don't know if we realise like we have so much information coming to us today in today's society and culture that our brains were their processing machines so when we have all this information come and it just sticks there and we don't pick up a pen, we don't have a way of outletting it um, to someone, whether it's in our community, in a safe space or, 
you know, how, however that works for you, um, perhaps you'd get it out by doing an activity or, or something like that, then we can quite easily become anxious, quite easily become overwhelmed. Um, and so I would encourage anyone who's struggling to try writing things down as well. Um, I think the next and most important point here as well is community matters. Uh, there's a quote that I came across that says, the greatest of community is most accurately measured by the compassionate actions of its members. This is another quote. Alone we can do so little, together we can do so much. And that's a quote by Helen Keller. I can't emphasise the importance of community. As I said earlier, being um, engrossed in the social media world, it's so important that we don't lose that sense of community, that we don't allow ourselves to succumb to um, the isolation that that can bring. And whether that is a football team or community groups or going for walks, I actually had a colleague recently tell me about their partner who started a walk. Um, they partnered with an organisation. I haven't looked this up yet, but... Um, I know that it was something called Mental Health Mates and the idea is that they gather together once a month and they and anyone can come and they can meet people and it's a good way to get out of the fresh air and get some walking um, and they go for a walk and that's just, that's another community hub. I just can't express how important it is to get around a community. And if you are finding yourself in trouble with some relationships, if you're finding some difficult relationships, then maybe today, maybe today, maybe this weekend, maybe now is the time to start looking and branching out uh, into your community. What's around, whether that's church or um, an interest group or a football group, let's take the time to get connected. We we may be a bit anxious about it we may feel a bit scared about it but even if you start with a friend and say hey would you like to come along with me why not give it a go if you are someone who is struggling then please please do please reach out for help you're so important you're so valuable and you matter and so I hope that some of those thoughts are helpful for you today. But again, please do reach out if you need help. I will gladly help signpost you and be a friend. And yeah, uh, moving on to the second or the last part of today's podcast, I wanted to talk to you about some thoughts that we can do to help those who are... Um, struggling with a mental health issue or yeah who you think may be struggling if they, if you start with having a look in your world and you see anyone um kind of pulling back being um quiet then why not reach out and say hey how are you um can i help um is there anything i can do why not take invite them for a coffee and give them and treat them to a coffee like there is something about just having a, an ear to listen we all need that at one time or another. And so let's not assume that someone in our world has that because that may appear to be the case and it may very well not be. I can't tell you how how common and, and how easy it is to be in a crowd of people and feel so alone. 
You can even put a smile on. You can look like the happiest person in the world. You might look like the grumpiest person in the world, but you just don't know what's going on inside someone. So I would encourage and implore us to look beyond the exterior and just extend a hand of help anyway. So um, yeah, start with one step. Um, let's not be quick to judge and um, let's try and be patient and thoughtful, kind and considerate. I, I, I say that because I just know that we all react in different ways and some people may retract and be quiet and others may get boisterous and bold and angry and others may just look completely normal. So there is really um, no way to tell other than to be a friend to someone, extend a hand, offer a, a hand of help, offer a coffee, um, or even just a listening ear. Exercise helps. Um, as I said before about the walking group, exercise does help. It really does help, especially with um, anxiety and depression. And um, I just want to caveat that by no way means do I think that mental health is only anxiety and depression. I understand there is so many more parts to to mental health um, but I can only speak from my own experience so I don't want to I don't want to go too far and give bad advice so this is coming from my own experience with some tips that I hope will be helpful um, things that I've learned along the way through study and through experience um, so yeah the I think that is an important part you know you can also feel like someone is overreacting and and so when I say don't be don't be too quick to judge. Let's be patient and thoughtful and kind and considerate. You know, it's because I'm aware of how unique we all are and how we display things in different ways. And it takes a community to it takes a community. Um, it takes a village to raise a child, so they say, and it takes a community to raise us. We never stop needing each other. Um, I don't believe that anyway. And so I, I would just say, don't be afraid to reach out and extend a hand, offer a smile, check if they're okay. Uh, I found a quote online that I loved and it was about community and it says, um, there is no power for change greater than a community discovering what it cares about. That was Margaret J. Wheatley. And I just love that, um, I just, I'm just thankful for the community that we have. Um, one of the ways that we can um, also help to address um, mental health within the community and within our world is to talk about it. I feel like we are getting better about talking about it, but there's also opportunity for us to um, improve. I think it's important to know that it's okay to not be okay and to know the difference between when we just had a bad day when we just don't feel that great and not allowing that to carry into the next day and being able to carry on because sometimes I think it's also easy to slip into there's something wrong with me and take things to an extreme point where we catastrophize something that's actually quite small and easy to overcome. So the more we talk about things to each other, the more we're able to offload stuff, the more we're able to kind of figure out and hold up a mirror and say, did you think about this? Did you think about that? Um, and, and also just get the support we need when we need that help as well. So I think it's important for a number of reasons to talk about it. 
and especially when the resources for mental health seem to be um, perhaps a challenge um, getting around community uh, getting around um, friends and family and in, in kind of fighting through those kind of feelings to retract or to pull back and just allow ourselves to be vulnerable in that safe zone finding those people that can we can trust with who we are and maybe if we're not quite sure then just sometimes it's taking the leap and looking at calling a service like Mind or Samaritans and allowing ourselves the opportunity to to get through, to pull through. The only way to get through sometimes is to go through. And so if we just press through that fear and speak and get help we need and get around friends and family and put our hand up and say, I'm struggling, then we can we can get around each other and can be that that change that we need to see. We can help each other to um, be motivated and to be reminded of what's true and what is fact, as opposed to just what's opinion and what is false and negative and lies that are going to pull you down. So I hope in some way this helps and makes sense today. Um, I, I really just wanted to, to kind of lend a hand to talk about it, get us thinking about what, why mental health is important, what you can do if you're struggling and what we can do to help if we have someone in our world that we think may be struggling. Please do share, like and comment. Let me know what you thought of the podcast. Let me know if there is, if it's helped you. I would love to know and I will speak to you in the next episode.